0: This is the Anchorage Community Magazine. I'm Scott Rohde, and there's a way that Alaskans can help lick COVID-19. Not literally, but in the sense of defeating a uh, contagious and potentially deadly virus. With me is Bob Scanlon, the CEO of the Blood Bank of Alaska. Welcome.
1: Thank you, Scott. It's good to be here.
0: How has business been at the Blood Bank these past few months?
1: We have been very, very busy, as you can imagine, and um, our thanks go out to all of the wonderful donors out there who have been making the trip into all their respective locations across the state to help out in this fight against COVID.
0: I mean, the Blood Bank of Alaska has to practice infection control measures just uh, as part of their regular business. So yes. it's, it's always a safe uh, cookie and Kool-Aid restaurant to visit.
1: It is. It is. We we maintain a very safe uh, uh, place for for donors to come and to make that life saving gift.
0: We're going to be talking about something special, convalescent plasma, but let's just talk about your regular needs and how you're doing uh, this time of year.
1: Well, we're 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 hanging in there. Uh, as you know, Scott, um, you know summer is a very challenging time for us anyway. Uh, Alaskans are out fishing and they're enjoying the, the great outdoors as they typically do in the summer. And, of course, that, that creates less time for them to, to, to donate. And uh, we're, just, we're just putting the call out there to, to all, of the, all of the donors and prospective donors that they, uh, they consider the blood bank and uh, that life-saving donation that they can make to save a life.
0: That's true every month, every year. Uh, but there's this special convalescent plasma, which is something that we haven't heard of until now, but is this uh, something you've been doing before?
1: No, this is something new. This is a program that we stood up very, very quickly in response to the COVID-19 infections going, going around the country. We wanted to make sure that we were one of the lead organizations in the country to have this program set up. And, and of course, we were, uh, thanks to the support of our volunteer board of directors and the staff and, of course, our donors, we've been able to make that happen.
0: And when we talk about convalescent, we mean someone who has recovered from a medical condition.
1: That's absolutely right. Thank you. Um, What convalescent um, plasma is, if I can, Scott? um, Please. Yeah. What convalescent plasma is? uh, It's a plasma that's collected from patients who have actually recovered from the COVID-19 infection, and uh, the plasma from the recover, uh, the plasma recovered from patients contains antibodies that may be used to treat critically ill patients currently infected with the same disease. So, um, you know,
0: maybe, uh, how, or how, sh- how sure are we about the possibility of uh, transferring it's, those antibodies?
1: Well, you know, nothing is a sure bet. Um, this is a research project that's going on through the Mayo Clinic and we are part of that research project and, um, but it has really good results. We've had a number of patients across the state already who have received convalescent plasma. And uh, they, we, we do have documented cases of folks making full recoveries. Um, of course, there's a, there's a whole lot of treatment other than the convalescent plasma that goes into those, to those uh, treatment plans, but mm. it played a major role in their recovery.
0: Wow. Uh, and as of the day we're speaking, there's some 800-odd Alaskans who have that convalescent plasma flowing through their veins.
1: They do. And uh, we would like to encourage them to call us at 907-222-5630 uh, and discuss with us uh, an opportunity to donate that life-saving plasma.
0: Um, Bob, we've spoken before about how there's a select percentage of, of potential donors out there among the whole population. So yes. there are those 800 people with that uh, special diamond in the rough blood. Uh, and growing, I must say, there as people come onto the recovery rolls, um, but some percentage of them are going to be disqualified as donors for various reasons, such as body weight.
1: Well, um they will be yep there will be probably some deferrals from those folks some of Some of it will be due to maybe potentially travel um, or a health condition that would disqualify them, but we won't know until we actually have the ability to talk to them and to see what their particular background is um so we encourage everyone who may have had uh covid nineteen and has made a full recovery. For them to give us a call at that, uh, the number 222-5630-907 area code uh, so that we can talk to them. And if I if I may, Scott, um, the, as far as those who are eligible, um, um, as you stated, prospective convalescent plasma donors, they still have to meet all the screening and eligibility requirements for regular blood donation. Um, and in addition, all respective donors uh, must meet... Um, condition that is particular to the convalescent plasma collection process, and that is a donor must have had a previous diagnosis of COVID-19 documented by a laboratory test and complete resolution of mild to severe symptoms for 28 or more days. So we, we need to be able to document that that individual had Covid nineteen, because otherwise we don't know whether or not those antibodies are there. To, to think you may have had it, and I, I'm not doubting anyone um, who who says that they may have had it, but we do need that documentation.
0: All right, Bob. What's the process for donating convalescent plasma? Is it different from uh, giving you a pint of the red stuff?
1: Um, it, there, there are a little, there are a couple of differences. But for a donor donating convalescent plasma, it's similar to to a regular blood donation. So convalescent plasma can be donated either through a whole blood or an apheresis, which is an automated system process that we, we collect, but uh, typically we will collect it uh, via whole blood. And if that's the, if that's the particular preference of the donor, that's the way we're going to do it. Um, The the blood bank is following all the FDA guidelines regarding, um, you know, this, Emerging uh, investigational treatment, and we're also following the recommendations established by the CDC in order to limit uh, the, uh, the disease transmission. Uh, and all staff is wearing appropriate personal protective equipment. And by limiting disease transmission, what we're talking about is we're, we're doing all the things that we've been that have been recommended by the CDC: social distancing, ensuring that uh, you know the building is. Um, You know, we've taken steps to to fight COVID, such as, you know, scrubbing all the ballpoint pens and the counters and all the common areas to to make sure that it it is uh, sanitized. Um, And we also are are doing these collections based on uh, appointments only, and that is to limit the number of folks that are in the building at any one time. And we're handing out free masks so that donors can have a mask uh, while they are donating.
0: And Bob, the Blood Bank of Alaska does collect plasma ordinarily. That is one of your products, right? Whether it, or not it's part of this research project.
1: It is. Um, the only difference between the plasma that we typically collect and the plasma that we're requesting from recovered COVID-19 patients is the fact that the plasma contains the antibodies necessary to boost the immune response system of the COVID patients who are still Fighting the COVID in the hospital. And these patients that are receiving these donations are typically having a really hard time of it. They're suffering very, very severe symptoms of COVID 19. And, um, you know, this boost from the antibodies, from the donation, uh, it it does make a difference. It does make a difference for that patient. As a matter of fact, uh, in talking to some of the treating physicians, they have said that their patients have told them that they they feel uh, immediately better and by immediately i'm talking uh 24 to 72 hours later they're they're feeling much much better than they were their their breathing is better their you know all the different symptoms have, have diminished so it is an important donation that can be made to save a life
0: Uh, Yes, there are some 800-odd people out there now with those antibodies, more than 2,000 Alaskans right now who hopefully will be recovered and could also donate. And even if only a small percentage of them are eligible, they can come back and do it again, right?
1: They can. We would enjoy a repeat donor. So, um, it makes, like I said, it, it, Scott, it makes all the difference in the world to those folks in the hospital that are, that are fighting COVID and are having a real tough time of it.
0: Uh, what's the interval between donations?
1: Uh, it'd be about 50 days, 52 days.
0: That's all it takes. Yep. So, once again, to contact the Blood Bank of Alaska,
1: please call us at 907 222 5630. That number again is 907 222 5630. And um, you'll be happy that you did. You're, you're going to be making the difference in somebody else's life and potentially saving their life.
0: Bob Scanlon, CEO of the Blood Bank of Alaska, thank you for joining us on the Anchorage Community Magazine.
1: Thank you, Scott. I really appreciate it. And again, thanks to all of the Alaskans across the state that are supporting our efforts. We couldn't do it without you.
0: Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring: a laundry? Ooh, a book club!